Peak Performance Plus presents the Summit Club Podcast, your business roundtable discussion for sales and business leaders with your host, Bill Stats. Hi, and welcome to the Quarantine Summit Club Podcast.com, a business roundtable. And it's certainly around today, let me tell you that. We'll be discussing the current topic of the new normal, a manual from, for working remotely. And we are all very remote right now. Let's talk about what is the new normal. Maybe kind of define it right now in coronavirus land. You know, I've had experience working remotely uh, over the years. I, I've done a lot of business in China and Europe, and you can't always be there. So, you know, we've learned these tools of communication back in the days. It was fax and uh, email and so forth. Now we've gotten more sophisticated with Skype and Zoom and so forth. But one of the most important and critical things with working at home is really trying to maintain a normal schedule. You know, get up, take a shower, get dressed. You're going to work. So treat it like a work day. Now, if you look at this and you look at the positives, the beauty of this is for those of you out there that have been used to commuting for a half hour, an hour, an hour and a half per day, so in some cases, each way, those are two, three hours now that can become productive parts of your work day. So as much as it represents a change, it also represents a tremendous opportunity to be more productive. One thing that's funny, uh, John, you mentioned the whole idea of getting showered, getting dressed and everything. Um, I'd bet dollars of donuts that most of our listeners in real time right now, uh, while the, it's in March, late March right now as we're recording this, people are home for a week or two already. Half of them are probably in their sweatpants. They've had the sweatpants on for the past four or five days, you know, living life like a, like a college freshman almost. Um, and, you know, get up and get that shower, get dressed. It's going to feel foreign almost to some, some people um, because you're just getting too comfortable. And it's just going to help you wake up and just get your day going. I would agree with that. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's so easy to sit around in sweatpants for two, three days. And if you're a guy, not shave. But uh, I think once you get in the habit of actually getting up and showering and, and, and putting some clothes on, um, it, it's, you know, you're establishing a routine. And it, it's, uh, we all need some routines in, in terms of what we do in times like this. I don't want to make it a commercial for the Babylon Bee. If you've ever checked that website, it's all what you would consider parody news and they reported yesterday that pants sales are down 92 percent and you saw a picture <laughs> of a guy working in in the gym shorts uh -huh. at his desk so uh, you're spot on um and i think it really does affect how you behave uh when you're dressed to to work um there was a, a consultant called Edward de Bono that had a whole theory that it was called six thinking hats. And what he ascribed to uh, in many situations is you perform based on the hat you wear and the most mild mannered, uh, easygoing person when they're wearing a state trooper hat with the chin strap under their lip turns into a real SOB. So, you know, I think, there's something to be said. We all feel better when we look good. And if you look like you just fell out of a tumble dryer, kind of hard to feel like you're doing your best work. I know a guy that uh, years ago <clears throat> started to work from home before it was really fashionable. 
And he actually got up, showered, shaved every morning, and put on a coat and tie. I wow. went to his home office and worked out of there. Now, that may be a bit extreme, but uh, you, you, get, you get the idea. Did he work in a funeral parlor? I don't know where he works. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about where you work, I mean, the next one up is to, once you get into your groove, you really should have a dedicated workspace. So this way, it's your home away from home or your office away from the office. It just makes, again, that schedule becomes a lot easier to work with. Yeah, well, we, we also talked about having a window or some outlet to the outside. So it's not like everybody's claustrophobic, but it, it gives you an idea of what time of day it is. And you certainly don't feel so confined if, if you're kind of working in, a, in an, an environment with no window, no light, whatever. So I think you got to be aware of that. You know, my biggest challenge over the years, having worked remotely a number of times throughout my career, is you've got to recognize that there's a natural start and stop to the day. As I mentioned, I frequently worked with the Far East, China. We're talking 11, 12-hour time differences. So, you know, noon here is midnight there, midnight there is noon here. So I would hear my fax machine or my computer or whatever go off at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, which was the natural work day beginning and that end of the world, and I would start answering emails, phone calls, you know, faxes. So all of a sudden you find yourself working 24 seven, you know, that two or three hours that you pick up for not commuting, you know, those of us out there will often say, geez, now I can be more productive. Then all of a sudden, not only are you picking up those three or four hours, but you're working 24 seven. So really have a natural start and stop to your day. If you do work internationally, you know, just take five minutes at a particular time of the, you know, day or night when you need to check in with that part of the world, but don't make it a constant, you know, start, stop, have a normal family life, have a normal life where you exercise, you know, you have your, your hobbies and so forth. You have to maintain a balance in your life when you work from home. Well, we've talked about the fact that most people I think that aren't comfortable uh, starting out working at home, it's a paradigm shift, I think, where it's not a transitional activity. It's really, it's going to be part of your life. I mean, that's the reality. We'll get through this. I don't think we're going to go back to the way it was before, um, with however you define that. I think the new normal for many of uh, you out there is going to be spending more time in a structured place away from the office. I think companies are going to, large and small, are going to discover they can be as effective and as successful with a different approach to how people are going to work. We're all knowledge workers now. It's not like everybody's moving widgets around. And uh, once you get the hang of it, you can be a knowledge worker almost anywhere. That's a funny point, Bill. There's a one large client that we have at Inertia where they're currently doing a mad pivot where all of their sales were traditionally in the home or in an office environment, but it was a one-to-one. -one. And they're doing the pivot now where everything is pushing this Zoom or Skype, you know, the virtual meetings. And in their, in their training manuals, before all of this happened, their training manuals were saying, you know, to make X amount of dollars a year, you're responsible to make eight or nine appointments a week. 
and again, this is back when they were thinking in person. Well, once this gets back to normal, and like you said, the rubber band doesn't contract all the way anymore. If, if the populace and the sales force are more used to this working remotely, well, you might be able to log five meetings a day all of a sudden instead of five a week because you're doing it remote. You don't have to drive time anymore. You don't have to worry about you know all the prep and everything. You can just put on a shirt and tie, put on a blouse, whatever you have, load up Zoom, and you're done. Make your, make your presentation. Well, I know all of us have heard stories about salespeople having to be on a call on Monday morning or managers having to be on a call on a Thursday afternoon or whatever. And it's just something you want to get through. I mean, that's the whole goal. Let's just get through this damn thing and get back to work. I think getting through this thing is going to be the work. And Rick and I, I mean, how many times have we sat through meetings, Rick, where most of the people there or a lot of them didn't even want to be there? Um, well, now it, there is connected through technology and you're going to have to be there and you're going to have to be engaged. I think also as, as part of this, uh, you know, I, I think it's unrealistic if you think about, you know, when you were actually at work. Uh, I know I didn't. I don't think most of you did. Just actually went in, into your office, closed the door and sat at a desk for eight or nine or 10 hours a day. You may have a meeting with somebody, so you would get up and go find them, or they would come to you, or you go to a conference room, and you were mobile. So I, I think as part of this, it's really, really important to make sure you stay active somehow. You know, uh, whether it's a walk in the morning or a walk in the afternoon, or just get up and walk around your office, or, or take a five-minute break and, and walk around the house or something. But uh, it, it's, it's just unrealistic, and I don't think it's healthy to think that, okay, I'm going to go in the office, close the door. If I have kids, they're not coming in. And I'm going to sit here and work productively for 10 hours a day. I don't think you really, really, uh, really can do that. No. Well, you know, you mentioned something that's critically important in these times, and it's FaceTime. You know, you mentioned in the office, you know, you can meet somebody in the break room. You can pop into their office, just bump into them in the hallway, and you can have that conversation and interaction. When you're working remotely, you have to actually work at this. You've got to have FaceTime with people. You've got to talk to your customers, your suppliers, other team members, your boss. Uh, you, you've got to have those interactions, which frankly round out who you are, what you think, and, and where you're going to go. So you can't, you can't get those just sitting at your, your desk all day long without that interaction. Right. So make sure you actively push you know, that aspect of working remotely forward stay in contact. You know, John, that, that's a good point. One thing that I know a lot of my um, people that I know going through this, they just always joke and are mad about the idea that everybody's, that is working remote, they're going through email. So what traditionally would be, I run down the hall, talk to somebody and we're done, now becomes 15, 20 emails back and forth. And when you have a large team, even a medium-sized team, and everybody's communicating through email, you might step away from your desk to take that walk and you come back 20 minutes later and there's 45 emails, all the same conversation. So um, with John Fain's point of the whole uh, the FaceTime, if you find yourself where you're two, three emails into something about the same topic, pick up the phone. I think it's going, you're going to get a lot more accomplished quicker. And again, to John's point, you have more of that human interaction where it's, and people need that. You might not think you do, 
but there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, that are single or whatnot, and they're by themselves stuck in their apartment or their house. And that's it. So when you get them on the phone, like they're going to realize, ah, oh, it's so nice to talk to somebody or even to have a FaceTime to see somebody else. Um, one of I, you guys have heard the story about a client of mine who's not a rookie. Guy's a seasoned pro, sales leader, major corp, you know, HP, uh, Oracle, whatever. And he's now with a very large software company. Um, his boss doesn't even talk to him. And that was before coronavirus, where it drove him crazy. And he would say to other team members on the leadership team, what is the deal? Because uh, this fellow lives in North Carolina, the boss. And they all said, it's the way it is. So the only reason I bring it up is here's what we considered normal times before. Here's a member of a leadership team who's being driven crazy because nobody wants to talk meeting his boss. It's like, what kind of an environment is this? Now you have to work harder at it because it's true. Human, human beings, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What does it say? It's just community. It says after you satisfy the physiological stuff and you, and you conquer the fear, well, what are you left with? You're left with, you want to be connected to people. That's, that's a goal of humanity. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, it's a, I think it's important. I had a, a former business associate call me yesterday just to check in. And uh, I didn't get the call, so left me a voicemail. So I called back. I didn't get him and left him a voicemail. Um, and five minutes later, he called me. And I thought, well, why is he calling me? I just answered, you know, what he asked <laughs> in a voicemail. Uh, but we got on the phone. We probably talked for half an hour. And, and at the end of it, I was glad that we actually spoke in person. So I think actual conversations, uh, as John, John Nabickus just said, yeah, we used to live in an email world. Well, you know, then we sort of transpired to a, a voicemail world where you really don't have to actually have a conversation with somebody. I think it's important to have conversations with somebody. Um, uh, it, it just makes you more connected at the end of the day. Absolutely. Well, you know what's funny? Um, on our outline of topics for the program, isolate yourself. And you have to. You have to close doors. You have to get away from kids and dogs. And now you got kids at home because school is closed. Great. Online learning. Well, you're online working. So you have to get away from everything the best you can and stay focused. But at the same time, Rick, to your point, John, to your point, you have to have humanity around you and you have to be able to plug into interacting with other people. We now have the opportunity to pick up the phone and hit FaceTime. We, we weren't really thinking about that. I don't know how many people, if we went out and surveyed them back in December and said, how much do you use FaceTime? They'd go, what? <laughs> FaceTime. Oh yeah, we do that with our grandkids or we do that with my son who's in wherever. It's a tool that we could use on a regular basis. I'll be using it at noon with a client, a coaching client. So there's new stuff out there. You just got to discipline yourself to take advantage of it. Yeah, you know what, Bill, speaking of the discipline, I think one of the things a lot of people need to do with this new normal of working from home is to eliminate the distractions that come with working from home because it's easy to have the radio on. And even if you have the radio on, you might have it on a little too loud or they're not right kind of music. It's, it's too easy to get distracted with my phone ringing during our podcast. 
to get distracted with having the TV on in the background, to know that, well, you know what? The fridge is about 30 feet away from me, so I'm going to get up 15 times and just grab a snack and all that. <laughs> it's the, the things that you're not going to be able to do if you were at work. And you, have, again, have to get in that mindset that even though you're home, you're still at work and you have to act responsibly. Well, you know, we all know what it's like when you get up to, okay, I want to do one thing. And on the way by, there's three other things that you wind up getting involved in. And it's like even now all of a sudden I'm looking for a file because I went by. It's like, can't do that. Can't do it. As hard as it is. Stay on task. Um, We're going to do a follow-up program on how to sell from an environment like this where your virtual reality is the new normal. So I think that the biggest part of this, before we get ready to wrap this one up, we just have to remember that everybody else right there is locked up with you. So we're kind of together alone in the big picture of this. Keep active, eliminate distractions, um, block out distractions, keep yourself focused. uh, And remember that the others that you are communicating with are in the same boat as you are. Think about what you're doing to keep sane, productive, and don't look at it as a sentence or, you know, a penalty. Um, It's a tool that you could find could be more effective than what you've been doing in the past because instead of driving 40 minutes to connect with a a customer or a supplier or even a networking resource, use uh, virtual reality, use Zoom like we're using, use FaceTime. There's so many tools out there. Not easy. Let us know what you're doing to get through this. Um, What are your challenges? What are you finding that's working for you? And then um, you can let us know through our own email at the summitclubpodcast.com, or you can just send us an email directly, which is talk at summitclubpodcast.com. It's all good, folks. Um, All of us wish you the best working in this new environment. Stay safe. Be careful, and we'll talk to you next time. To learn more about the Summit Club podcast, please find us online at www.summitclubpodcast.com. The Summit Club podcast is recorded and produced by Inertia Marketing and Design, a full-service marketing, digital, and graphic communications agency. You can find them at www.inertia.marketing. Thanks for listening to the Summit Club podcast, and we'll see you at the top.